What up, Dangle Bangers? It's Tiara and Mandy, and we dangling, dangling. <laughs> Honey, yes, we are gonna jump right into our next episode. So, how was your week this week? What you been up to? Honey, stress to the max. Oh, no, Ooh, child, girl. Whew. The clients, honey, they have had requests over the past uh, couple days. So your girl just been kind of grinding it out. But, you know, if I need to take a mental health day, I might just need to do that. So. Honey, look, do it. Self-care, <laughs> do it. okay? Do it, look. So what's good with you? Honey, look, my week is similar to yours, stress. And I mean, for me, so I was at a conference last week. And, you know, it's good and bad because I got to get out of Seattle and, you know, not be in the cold. But I also, you know, was not at work, was not in the lab. So I had to, you know, get back on track today, um, get situated, see where things things are. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a bit stressed as well. But, you know, you know, I'll, I'll, make, it, I'll make it through. I'll make it through. Listen, um, better stressed than pressed. Look well, hey. <laughs> not stressed than pressed. Anyways, so... um. Honey, so speaking of the conference, you know, it's so funny because I had recently did um, a stand-up show, you know, because I think I'm funny and because <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm funny. And um, so there's this like stand-up, like it's called like science comedy or like academic comedy. And basically they want to like, you know, it's basically where you use like a platform to me to discuss um, being a black female in science and, you know, the foolishness that I experienced. And before I went to the conference, I actually did a skit on um, diversity and inclusion awards <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> in academia and STEM, you know, people have been trying to be more inclusive and, you know, that's cool. But then people have started developing these awards who basically they want to get awarded, you know, for doing their job. <laughs> mm. <And> so, right. <laughs> so I made a whole like little stand up skit about it. And so it was just funny because then I go to this conference the very next week (laughs) and they talking about diversity and, you know, inclusion awards. And I was like, yo, what? Like, how does this not throw nobody else off? Like, why am I the only one who has a problem with this? (laughs) Yeah, you be feeling like you're on the twilight zone. Yeah, like, I know somebody else is thrown off. Like, I know somebody else feels the same way. So I felt like this had to be the topic for this week. What throws you off? <laughs> what throws you off? And you'd be like, yo, does nobody else, does nobody else see this? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> okay. So one thing that always throws me off is when, you know, you're on a meeting call mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you're at a meeting and they'll say, hey, Amanda, can you lead us in prayer? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, it <laughs> <I> worked. Know, <laughs> no, like my little sorority, they had a little conference calls and they'd be like, Sir Wise, can you lead us in prayer? Oh, oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> no. Um. Like, and you, and you can't, or like my family, like, say we, you know, okay, I'll give you an example. So, my uncle, you know, 
he extra saved. You know, he's a deacon now. Extra saved. Yes. Amen. You know know how they do. You know, they, they know you can't just ask them how they doing no more. And they say, good. They say, I'm blessed and highly favored. You know, those (laughs) highly favored in the Lord. Highly favored. I rejoice in the Lord. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And so, he always somewhere trying to do a long prayer. And so one year at Thanksgiving, he was, they was like, okay, y'all buy your heads. And I was like, Oh, can you please make it quick? We hungry. <laughs> and so <laughs> he said, well, you can just do it. How about you lead us in prayer? And, and I was just like, you know, your girl did good or whatever, because it was on my heart that day. But on a normal day, I don't like nobody trying to just call me on the spot on that. I feel like you should be at least 55 years old before they expect you to lead in prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give right. off holy poly vibes. So why would you ask a demon <laughs> like myself <laughs> no, to, holy. to lead prayer? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that is. I mean, I feel you because <laughs> just the other day, somebody asked me, did I say grace? I'm like, grace. <laughs> be trying but sometimes you be a little hungry you know it just oh. <laughs> i'll be ready to eat oh but let me no tell more. <laughs> no 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 the same folks who be asking about grace is the same folks who don't pray till the main entree come out you ain't got <laughs> oh you ain't need the lord's blessing on that drink them appetizers <laughs> them buffalo oh, wings right. why do they <laughs> why do people do that Thank you, you Lord, for the bless the little chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord, thank you for the chickens who put their lives on the line so that we could live. <laughs> oh my goodness, you're exactly right. Yeah, people who do say grace, they don't say grace until the entree. <laughs> so next time I pray, thank you, Lord, for the entree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget them appetizers. I guess I could have choked on them. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> okay so what's something that throws you <laughs> off guard <laughs> i know folks is about to be mad at me <laughs> but i'm gonna say it anyway okay and i know this has been a thing and i don't really know where i was and how i missed it but these drawing on eyebrows dog <laughs> they throw me off Every time, <laughs> every time I'd be like, What did she want them to look like? I can't even say she because dudes is doing stuff to their eyebrows now, too. So I was like, Did they want them to look like that? People be looking excited, confused, and bewildered all at the <laughs> same time. And I be thrown off, but they face be beats to the gods. <laughs> but the then gods. I see crazy. And it's like, wait, am I the only one that sees that these eyebrows is from? <laughs> like, it really throws me off because outfit <laughs> be lit, makeup lit, nail, look, Carisha nails. Honey, Carisha. But eyebrows is crazy. <laughs> eyebrows looking like, what's good, bruh? <laughs> I guess eyebrows don't throw me off no more because. My aunt being drawn on her eyebrows. (laughs) (laughs) And I am convinced that her eyebrows 
are drawn based on her feelings for that day. <laughs> so my aunt eyebrows, I love her to death, but they about two millimeters thick. <laughs> and um, some days they be drawn downward. So I'll be like, hey, Undie, you good? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> and uh, when she happy, they be drawn a little bit upward. So I'm, I'm used to it. Oh my gosh, I'm dead. Not they been going on. Well, you know what? Listen, it had to be an original. Look, these girls stole them. <laughs> these girls stole them from somewhere. So I guess it is. Um, <laughs> tribute to your auntie, honey. <laughs> Trailblazer. Trailblazer. <laughs> Trailblazer. Oh my gosh, what's another? I know you got some more. What's another song that throw you off? <sighs> I should be used to it by now. Because I've been dealing with this since, I mean, for 31 years. But my lactose intolerance throw me off <laughs> every single you time. No way. <laughs> no, it's not your lactose intolerance. It's your lack to believe that you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> That's what it is. Every time I'll be like, you know, I'll have a, some ice cream or something. And then 30 minutes later, I'll be like, man, why my stomach hurt so bad? <laughs> Ma'am, you do this every time. I know my small intestines be like, babe, why you keep doing this? You know, you know what, you know this ain't right. <laughs> and you do it every time. Every. And you do it every time. Oh, I'll just time. go ahead and get me a little bit. I can just eat a little bit. No, you can't. <laughs> I took a whole food into- sensitivity intolerance test just so I can tell people what my sensitivities are as I eat them. You know, oh my it's just... Goodness. I'm sensitive to tequila. What have I not did? Stop drinking tequila because... <laughs> Yo, tequila is good. Listen, listen, I have, I'll co-sign on that one because <laughs> I love yeah. tequila. Okay, they, they told me I'm a I'm sensitive to goat cheese, cow cheese, oh all the milks, and what do I do? I do what I want. So <laughs> I'll just have to suffer and uh, hope lactate hold me down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You okay, right they're slapping them down. <laughs> okay so what's what's something that throws you off oh my goodness so i'm trying i'm trying to think <laughs> of another way and i'm gonna just go ahead and do this because i'm petty <laughs> and a lot of my friends <laughs> they have kids right now you know it's the kids era <laughs> it's the kids era so i'm talking about them but y'all what is y'all doing having k-5 graduation <laughs> As someone who has graduated 18 times myself, <laughs> these K-5 kids don't deserve no graduation, okay? People take off for work. People get these little miniature-sized gowns, look like little cloaks wrapped around these little kids. Give them a little graduation hat when all they did was come in. That is- <laughs> So these folks will have a whole graduation for what? For what did these kids do at K-5? <laughs> How? Nothing. What? 
when all these kids did, let me tell you what they did. They, they had to get drove to school. Their mamas had to park to walk them into the school, negotiate with them at the front door, <laughs> slide them some animal crackers in order for them to stay into the room. Then they go in there, learn the alphabet, watch Reading Rainbow, have a juice box, take a nap, go to research, recess. What graduation? What did these <laughs> kids do for me to have to take a day off from work when they only went to a half day of school for the, you know what? It throws me off. And I'll be seeing, and y'all be proud. They be well, proud. Facebook. I'm so proud of so had the whole, you know, two teeth missing at France, smiling wide. I ate, I had my juice box all year. I'm going to graduation. No. Disgusting me. <laughs> find ways. Just find ways. Yeah. I'm thrown off. Okay. And I'm going to be the one to say something about it because that throws me off. Them kids Listen. don't need to graduate from kindergarten. And I, my mama still got my graduation gown. That's the bad way. No, she don't. Yes. It, but here's no, my. She don't. Oh, but here's, here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. This is what I don't understand. We sitting up here celebrating them. But if they didn't go to school, they was going to be truant. <laughs> true thanks you was gonna go to jail your mama was gonna go to jail if you didn't go to school so there really was no choice i cannot congratulate you congratulate you on uh, abiding by the law because that's all you did was the your job just like them diversity and inclusion awards people tried to get awarded and get graduations for stuff that was supposed to be doing congratulations <laughs> I went to recess. <laughs> Let's take some pictures and I'll go out to go to corral afterwards. Get out of here. <laughs> Y'all get I on can't. my nerves. I carry my own book bag into the classroom. Right. I left with my same shoes today. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a comp- accomplishment. <laughs> get these little kids. <laughs> Graduation. No. You, you know, you say congratulations. <laughs> I'm done with you. All right, what's, your, what's another one? You got another one? Yes. <laughs> what? And you know this bothers me. What? Internet plagiarism. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I cannot stand somebody who take the time to copy and paste Sometimes they don't even copy and paste because somebody didn't screenshot it. I can't stand somebody who go retype somebody's tweet. And you know, it's nothing worse than being on Twitter and you go retweet something or you go like it and you go look in the comments and somebody then outed them and said, uh, here go the original tweet and you have to go take your tweet back. Why why are you plagiarizing? Right. On the yeah. internet. <laughs> they need to run, look run up tweets through turnitin.com. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yes, I think I think Twitter needs to enforce that more. If you don't give folks their credit, you should go to Twitter jail for two weeks. Yeah, it's like that's so petty to take somebody else's tweet. Like when it's when retweeting is an option. Like it would be different if retweeting wasn't an option. But like you can literally just retweet it. You don't have to steal it. Well, they stealing it because they want the clout. They want the cloud to make it seem like they did something, but you ain't sure what went them in the jail. You can't do that. No, that ain't right. You can't take their tweet. 
that's petty and y'all need okay. to stop that okay so what's something that throws you off oh my goodness so i think i'm gonna go with <laughs> folks talking in third person <laughs> <laughs> talking in third person really throws me off because because me so okay here's the problem with people talking to in a third person with me because first of all i have a problem with remembering folks names (laughs) (laughs) so if you start talking about yourself in the third person i really might think you're talking about somebody else (laughs) that's that's (laughs) that's first things first but second thing why do people do that? Like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna just give y'all an example. I don't usually do this, but this like, oh yeah, oh Tierra's here. Like, what? Or like, I'm just talking and be like, yeah, Tierra was in the lab today, and then she was doing this. But I'm just talking to you. Like that is so weird to me, and it really throws me off when people do that. It was like, what? Like, why did the conversation like did someone else just enter your brain space? Cause I'm confused. <laughs> it's just us here. Why? Why y'all doing that? Yeah, talking in the third person really throws me off for sure. And I see people do it all the time. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, do you think, are you filming this for like a documentary later? Like, <laughs> little did Mandy know, Mandy, you know, like, what what are we doing here? Right, folks uh, walking around with narrators. Like, what's going on? <laughs> you narrating your life. <laughs> Tierra walked into the room. <laughs> She set down her bag and took off her Crocs. Like, what? Why? What is happening? I don't know. I don't you know, pa- pastors do it a lot. They do. They be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and your pastor, let me tell you what your pastor did. Your pastor. <laughs> and his congregation. And oh, my God. <laughs> you right. <laughs> Pastors do me that he said he said church and the church said yeah <laughs> where the church meanwhile the church sitting there the church ain't said nothing <laughs> the church just oh, sitting here oh, wondering yeah. why you talking in third person pastor what's pastor. going on pastor stop doing that nobody told you to do that okay oh my god that is so okay. weird. weird I got two more I got two more okay <laughs> Wait. okay one that throws me off is when folks be going on like IG stories and they be recording themselves crying. <laughs> what? <laughs> like it's one thing if you was doing a live video and somebody sent you a comment and then it brought you, you know, to tears. But I've seen people who I don't know, I don't really know how this happens. Like I guess they'll just be like, oh, oh my God, let me please go on social media and stop crying. Like, how did you, what? when I'm crying, I don't want nobody to talk to me. I'm minding my business. Never have I ever thought about, while I was crying, picking up my phone. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait. Let me log on to Instagram. Wait, let me go to the store. Oh, let me hold a button for 30 seconds and cry. I ain't never thought about that. Have you? No, that's weird. 
that's where and i have seen folks do they be like what is going on like you just got your finger holding out like go to your room <laughs> go to your room and have some time with yourself the public don't need to see this okay the public don't need to see this sometimes you need to find in yourself okay <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't know. That is kind of that. That would throw me off. That throws me off when I see. I haven't seen it that often, but the one time, like when I did see, it, I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Whoa, do I need to send you a message so we can go offline? Because I just don't think the public should be seeing this. <laughs> you need a friend. We can talk, sis. Don't do that. Okay. Oh, so, what's something that throw you off? Okay, this is my last one. <laughs> and this came about because you know how folks try to get a little health conscious. <laughs> try to be on, you know, on my fitness tip. And sometimes um, you know, I fail. But whenever I like go and get some snacks or whatever, I'll be like, all right, well, if I just, you know, eat, you know, two, three, you know, that's not too bad. Or I can just see like whatever the service size, because there's these snacks. There'll be a hundred calories or two hundred calories, so I'm like, all right, cool, cool. <clears throat> but then I started looking at the serving sizes, <laughs> and um, yeah, serving sizes throw me off because there are things that it'll say it's a hundred calories, like you know, cookies, and that be for a half of a cookie, and so I don't understand what they really want me to do with it because they're not selling these cookies in halves. And another right. thing, <laughs> another thing that I was very recently disturbed by is, you know, when I do have my moments of weakness, <laughs> I, I really love um <laughs> ravioli. Okay. <laughs> Chef Boyardee ravioli in a can that you gotta, you know, you know, you got to beat it hard and then, you know, shake it real hard so gravity get it so it can get into the bowl and then microwave it for a minute and a half. And then that's a meal. Right. And so, girl, I was just, you know, perusing while I was waiting for my 90 seconds to go by. And I saw that there was two big numbers on there. And one of them said like 250 and the other one said 500. And I'm like, hmm, what is this? <laughs> And girl, come to find out, don't you know that claim that there is two serving sizes in a can of ravioli? Ravioli? No, it ain't no way. Yeah, dog. When I tell you, Google, like, look, like, I thrown off, like, mouth to the floor, flabbergasted. I have been eating ravioli cans since I was uh, in the kit, like, since I was one years old. (laughs) So you telling me that you only supposed to eat four squares? Bruh, I, I kid you not. It said that can of ravioli is two servings, honey. Two servings. Again, mouth to the floor. You know, oh. as, I, as I still oh. ate the whole can. But <laughs> oh, I got one better for you. What? Oodles and noodles. Did you know that there were two servings in a pack of oodles and noodles? A 10 cent pack? What pack? Uh, them Nissan Altima noodles and them Marshawn Lynch noodles. There is two servings in each one of them packs. No, it's not. Because don't only come with one sauce packet. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. How, that's why you know they full of it. Because if you wanted me to break that down, then why you ain't give me two packs? Yeah, it's um one sauce pack, one seasoning pack in there. So that means that's one serving. What you mean that's two serving in them 10 cent bag of noodles? What? 
Okay, okay, Pete did. So I was on Twitter the other day, and this man was talking about, they was like, oh, you eat oodles and noodles? And he was like, no, nah, they got chicken in them, and I'm vegan or whatever. <laughs> and so <laughs> this man was like, I wish I knew the name of the podcast. Oh, Lord. He was like, no, they got chicken in them. And this man's like, no, dog, they ain't got no chicken in them. He was like, man, I was in the penitentiary. You know how many packs of oodles and noodles I had? They got, they got chicken in them. And he was like, I'm a, I'm a oodles and noodles expert. How you going to oh tell me? Gosh. What? <laughs> Bruh, I looked at the back of it, and there is dried chicken in it. It is chicken and oodles and noodles. But is it in that, that's not in the seasoning packet? Okay, but guess what? They're still in the, you're going to put the seasoning packet in the noodles? Oh, well, yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, yeah, I thought a vegan would get like, I don't know. Bald noodles, they wouldn't get no seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say bald noodles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like once you went vegan, you decided you didn't want no seasonings, you wanted bald, you wanted, you know, you wanted to taste the air and the, the, <laughs> the fruits and the leaves and the nature and the nuts and the berries. You don't want no seasoning. <laughs> oh my god, you want okay, bald noodles with barley mint or something on it. I don't know. <laughs> I, okay, so I just pulled up the nutrition facts for the Marshawn Lynch noodles. The, so, the serving size is a half a block Thank of you. noodles with seasoning. Is a half a block now is 190 calories. Is seven grams of fat, 830 milligrams of sodium, four grams of protein, and peep this. 26 grams of carbohydrates. Oh my word. And I was That's eating a whole block. <laughs> yeah, we was eating a whole block. And then on a good day, I was eating too, honey. So right there, right. it had a hundred carbohydrates of oodles and noodles. Yeah. Honey, that's what, you know what? That's ridiculous. They need to stop playing us. They need to make serving sizes for real people. Stop Yo. trying to fool us, okay? We're eating that whole thing of noodles. Point whole, blank, period. <laughs> point blank, period. Okay? Okay. So I got one more. Okay, wait. <clears throat> Last thing that throw me off guard, this happened to me the other day. So I will admit, I drive the speed limit. Okay? Oh, my goodness. We need I may <laughs> driving me Stacy. <laughs> well, I'm grateful to be one of the folks who have... Never received a, a speeding ticket. Oh, and here comes the shade. <laughs> I'm just saying. You yeah, could have got a light. She right. <laughs> she right. <laughs> so um I'll go about 10 or 15 over, but apparently that do not be enough for the girls. Because what throws me off is when you on the highway and it is not that many cars on the highway, and you mind your business, you driving. And then somebody goes, and they get on your ass. Why? (laughs) Go around. I'm minding my business. I'm listening to my music. You got this whole other lane right there. You right there behind me. Move. (laughs) And then they do all of that to just get in front of you and go slow in front of you. Oh, my God. That throws me off. Like, bro, you did all of that for no reason. Trying to debo me out the lane. 
Yeah, I don't like folks riding up on me like that because there are times, I mean, as much as I speed, there's also times when I be in the prison chilling and I hate when folks ride up on me because, and what's crazy is when I am speeding and people ride up on me because I be like, bro, how much you want me to go with, honey? Because I'm <laughs> going 80. I'm going 80 already. So how are you all up on me still? I'm confused. So yeah, that throws me off. It does. It gets me anxiety because I feel like I'm getting peer pressure it's a speeding, you know what I'm saying? And I don't really like to do that, but <sighs> whatever. Okay. So y'all, if y'all have any <laughs> things that throw y'all off, please tweet us or comment <laughs> on our IG Send page. Send us some tweets. Send us some tweets. Our, our username is at we dangling, D-A-N-G-L-I-N. We okay. dangling. We dangling. All right. So it's now time for... The science moment of the week. Oh, science moment of the week. So this week's science moment is actually inspired by the conference. Again, I'm, I feel like I'm talking about the conference a lot, but that's what I did this week. But at this conference, I actually um, presented the last of my dissertation work. And hey, um, hey. And so I'm actually not working on like the same type of project, um, but it, you know, it brought me back to my roots. And my love, and my love for algae and nutrients and pollution. (laughs) So this week, I want to talk about the beautiful word known as eutrophication. Y'all got that? Eutrophication. It starts with it. It starts with the E. (laughs) E U T R O P H I C A T I O N eutrophication and so eutrophication is basically the process when we see these water bodies and they have a lot of nutrient pollution and nutrient pollution can come from a lot of sources but most recently in like areas that have a lot of like watershed and there's a lot of human population of course it comes from humans so doing things like you know tearing up um you know, forests and like deforestation, you know, to build a new Walmart or something that uproots a lot of like sediments that have a lot of nutrients stored into them. And so all of that is into the water. So everything we throw outside guys is into the ocean and goes into the water. And so anyway, so all those nutrients goes into the water and then it can cause these large algal blooms. And so they have like microalgal and macroalgal so there's phytoplankton blooms um those are more on like the east coast the chesapeake bay area and then on the west coast we have macroalgal blooms and so these are like large um floating green mats that you see on the water so that is eutrophication that is nutrient pollution so if you see these algal blooms um in the water some of them are harmful and dangerous some of them are not but they can all be prevented if we stop polluting stop it guys (laughs) That's it. That's and it. vote for and vote for people who don't support people who um dig up like want to do like mining and people who support, you know, um nutrient pollution, people who support like doing random stuff. Don't vote for those type of people. Vote for people who want to save the world. Green New Deal. All right. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Okay. I'm done with my science moment. So you know what time it is. Hey. It's time for Ready Don't Ready. Hey, ready. so Ready Don't Ready. We went to you know each each time. There is this um 
I guess, I don't know, what do you call it? Channel on Reddit, on Reddit, um, on Reddit called uh, Am I the Asshole? And they have these just crazy stories um, that people post. And so me and Mandy decided that we were going to, you know, read one each week and decide we were going to discuss if we thought these people was assholes. So Mandy, you got your story ready for this week? I do. So this story was posted on February the 21st by username 123, not only you and me. So the title is, Am I the asshole for allowing a homeless man to sleep in my junker of a car? Throw away, but this issue is so specific, it's really possible someone can find out anyway, lol. My first car was a junker when I got it and remains a junker. It's a 2000 Corolla. Little thing has gotten me everywhere. Along the way, it stopped locking, got a good crack in the windshield, and the trunk doesn't open without a fight. I've been saving up for a new car, but as we all know, that shit's expensive. (laughs) I also tend to not use it every day to preserve its longevity. Some days for work, I take the bus. I park it in roughly the same spot every day. As most of us know, the U.S. currency has a massive homelessness crisis. I said currency, but I meant to say currently. Sorry, guys. I live in an area. I live in an area that's safer than most, but we get people who set up in our park at night and leave by morning. Anyway, I started noticing that people had definitely been in my car. Makes sense. Doesn't lock. I don't keep much in it. Of note, there's a $5 I keep in the glove compartment just in case. I put together Blue's Clues (laughs) and realized someone was sleeping in my car. Tested my theory by leaving an old blanket in the back seat. Next day, it was clear someone used it and there was a McDonald's coffee cup left behind. I thought about it and realized it had been going on for a while and I didn't actually care but to play it safe. I left a note that said, hey, it's cool if you sleep in my car, but do me a favor and take the trash with you. I left the pen behind. Got a note bag that says, thanks. Fella always folds the blanket and hasn't left trash since. This has been going on for like two to three weeks. Anyways, someone on next door posted about why I'm going, going to guess it's the guy lurking and skulking around <laughs> and said they saw him enter a car and not come out. I identified myself as the car owner and said homie was just having a rough time and I knew about it and was fine with it. Damn, I'm pissed off a lot of people who decided I was insane, a piece of shit, an asshole, endangering their kids, etc. I told them they're all they're, you know how folks be right. I told them all they're blowing it up out of proportion. I got told I had to make him leave or there would be consequences. I think I'm just giving the guy a spot to crash at night for a little while. Obviously, this isn't sustainable, but is it so wrong for me to do this? Like, so effing what? He doesn't bother anyone. His big crime was lurking, which we get <laughs> we get <laughs> car break-ins and efforts embezzling and beating their kids. But y'all, am I the asshole? Um, I don't think he's an asshole. Mm-hmm. I think that was very kind of him. I'm going right. to tell you, 
Because, honey, let me tell you something. This happened to one of my family members, and they did not <laughs> react the same way. Oh, honey. Wait, so, <laughs> so my mom called me and was like, did you hear about so-and-so in my family? And I was like, no, what happened? She was like, child, somebody had been uh, staying in his crawl space. And I was like, what you mean crawl space? Because I know you ain't talking about the crawl space where the people go under for the plumbing where the snakes and the rat and the rats be. And like where, Harry, like, where Harry Potter used to live. <laughs> oh my God. Right. What? And it, and it was like, yeah, he thought somebody was in his crawl space or whatever for his house. And so he looked one day and it was like a, I think it was like a blanket in there or whatever. So the um, next day he pulled his gun out <laughs> on oh the little homeless goodness. man. And you know, as I think about it, that wasn't right. That man wasn't using up nobody's electricity. He was just trying to be under the crawl space. I just felt like if somebody is trying to stay under my crawl space with the snakes, just let them stay there. They have suffered enough. So, right. yeah, I, I don't think this person is the asshole. I think those other folks need to mind their business because if this is in his yard, why do they care so much? Like, it's not that deep. Like, if he's okay with it, why are y'all so pressed? The little homeless right. man ain't bothering he's nobody. Busy. He got his business. Yeah. So, what's yours? Oh, okay. Y'all ready for this one? So, this was posted <laughs> February 22nd, 2020 um, by Boop underscore it's underscore throwaway. Boop? Boop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Am I the asshole for refusing to hand over my phone to a stranger? (laughs) Oh, Lord. Okay. I, 17-year-old female, was babysitting for a neighbor, Jane, tonight. She had heard of me through a friend of hers, Kate, who is someone I babysit for regularly. So when Kate asked me to babysit for Jane and gave glowing recommendations of how lovely Jane was to me, I'm quite shy, and how good I was to Jane, I thought, sure, I enjoy babysitting, love kids, etc. Why not? My mother, (laughs) why not? Pray, give me them coins. Um, My mother took me over to Jane's house, introduced herself, gave Jane her number, and left when she saw that there were actually kids there that Jane and her husband Peter were getting ready to leave and that it was legit, basically. Not basically. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Um, Jane and Peter left and I babysit the kids who were cool kids. I watch a movie, clean up the mess we made in the kitchen. Spaghetti with toddlers is a nightmare. And chill on my phone. Nothing I do on my phone while I'm at Jane's is anything near inappropriate. I do have a lockable folder with some inappropriate things on there. Okay. AKA anime and manga manga, manga that are definitely not G rated, but don't touch that folder at all while I'm there. Jane comes home at 10 PM, checks on the kids, checks out the house. And as I'm waiting to be paid, she turns to me and says, before I pay you, I need to look at your phone. I want to make, right. What? I want to make sure that you didn't take photos of my house or my kids or look at anything rude. What? What? I ask her whether she means she wants to look at my iPhone's camera roll and she shakes her head. No, I want to quickly check your Facebook, your messages, and whatever other apps you have to double check. What? 
<laughs> what? I obviously say no. And Jane tells me that she will not be paying me. I call my mother. Right. She, Jane, <laughs> look, I call my mother and she quickly comes down. Quickly. Okay. Quickly. She looks at my phone herself, tells Jane there is nothing on there concerning her and to pay me now, please. Jane pays me and informs me that I will not be asked back and that she will be telling Kate that I was not a good babysitter. My mother replies that she will be also talking to Kate about her choice of good friends. And we leave. Okay, okay, mom. (laughs) My reason for the post is that Jane made a post on our neighborhood community page on Facebook talking about bad babysitters who couldn't accept the parents' rules they had for babysitting and still demanded on being paid and was offering to PM people more details. Someone else screenshotted their conversation where, although she didn't name me, she named the exact situation. And Jane got over 100 comments talking about how, how she was right. That was her right as a parent homeowner. What oh, not, wow. What not to check that her children were not harmed while left with a babysitter. And the fact that I refuse means I obviously did something wrong. Am I the asshole? No. 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 She is not the asshole. Jane, like, that's crazy. Like, ma'am, I'm the babysitter. You said you trusted me. You should just trust. Like, that's it. Wait. Like, you don't need to go looking through my phone. That's weird. Like, okay, I'm not but, taking no kids. Okay, but sis, stop being so cheap. If you want to know what's going on with your kids, get a damn nanny camp. They $30. Ooh, and there it is. And there you have it. And that's the answer. And that's the tweet. Because, yeah, you can have a nanny camp. If you were so concerned about what she was doing in your house, then, yeah, you should have had her on record. Like, get out of here. That's, yeah. that's no. That's weird. She's not going to be going through my phone. And then my thing is, she's so stupid. Because if it was a true pedophile, they would have emailed it to an account that was not attached to theirs and, and deleted them photos. You, I mean, yeah. really? Right, it would have already been taken care of. Like, the stuff would have already been deleted. It wouldn't have been nothing on the phone, no way. So it was just pure principle. You know, you're not looking through my phone. That's weird. No. That's, yeah. But this is so funny, this this um, Reddit, because it reminded me, oh, my goodness. You know, when I first moved here to Seattle, so I live in South Seattle, and I actually moved here because they claimed it was diverse. <laughs> um, they claim, but mm-hmm. it's actually not because there's been a lot of gentrification, or whatever. So you know, it'd be a lot of you know white folks is walking around outside and literally in the middle of the ghetto that they're in the midst of gentrifying. <laughs> and so, <laughs> right, you know, so I'm sitting up here in my little recently gentrified apartment, <laughs> plush, sitting on my patio, and you know, I saw something and I didn't want to judge. <laughs> <laughs> but I literally see this white lady out walking and I see these two black boys oh, roll no. up on her and I hear him ask, ask her like, oh, can I hold your phone to call my mom? And oh. I'm just looking like, oh, Lord, don't do it. Don't do it, baby. And I felt bad to stereotype them like that. But it's like I already knew it was about to happen. And don't you know, as she gave in the phone, they took off like they was football players, though. <laughs> like, oh, no. they went running. And then, so me feeling like neighborhood auntie, I yell for the penny, ah, ah, give her her phone, man. <laughs> Y'all is trifling. Y'all is trifling. 
And then the lady started running after them. So, honey, I don't know if she got her phone back at night. But this reminded me of that, honey, I don't want to get nobody my phone. I don't care about none of that. Folks, if you need a phone, if you need a phone call, I'm gonna put it on speaker. <laughs> right. What you need? I hold my phone. Right. She was not the asshole for that. I don't think she needed to show that lady her phone, and she doesn't need to babysit for her again. But that lady is trash for dogging her name. Like she's a good babysitter. Your kids didn't get hurt. Calm down. Right. And my thing is, how you gonna sit here and try to hold my money ransom at the yo kids that came back alive and well? Ransom my money. Let me tell you something. She would have had three minutes to get me my money. <laughs> or when I tell you, I would have went up in them cupboards or whatever you call them. <laughs> it went grocery shopping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it came out with the booty. No, matter of fact, I'm bringing wine for my mama. I'm bringing juice. Okay. I'm bringing. Are you not going to pay me? Oh, watch. Watch you I'm- not getting paid. <laughs> I'm going to take them Tide Pods because them is expensive. Oh I'm taking the mailbox. Listen, this is, <laughs> we're not I'm taking doing... the fire stick. You ain't got to pay me, but I'm going to get my money's worth. So, Because right. I didn't be here with your know. kids. With your kids. But my thing is, okay, let's say I was doing something crazy to your kids. Your kids have got, got now. Hey, right. what, what does it go make? This was so weird. It's like the kids is done. You should have did all that for her. I don't know. And clearly she didn't say that from the beginning. So that's why it's weird that she said it was rules. Because I feel like the girl, if she would have said, like, before she even started babysitting, like, hey, when we're done, I'm going to have to check your phone. The girl probably would have left right in there and been like, yeah, no, that's weird. You know, so I don't feel like the lady said that from jump. So forget her. She right. she did too much. Yeah, because if it was a creep, sir, and you told them up front, they're going to make sure their phone is clear before you get back home. So what right. difference do it make? That was just stupid. Any, anyways. Anyways. With it, look, that, <laughs> that's the Reddit on Reddit. These, she was not the asshole. Yours was not the asshole. And they was good. And they was good. Yeah. Honey, but I am absolutely ready, and I hope you are too, for... Mm-hmm. Mandy's review of the week. What you got for us this week? Well, I'm very excited about uh-huh. this item. So, you girl, I just been going through the changes with my hair. You know, I was wearing a bob, I was wearing a curly, I was wearing a twist out, a puff, and I was just ready for something new. So, your girl started wearing a big, long, sleek ponytail. Honey, when I tell y'all, I've been whipping my hair back and forth. Okay, ponytail. (laughs) I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. forth. (laughs) So yeah, your girl then found a ponytail off of your good place called Amazon. Honey, Amazon come through what? Honey, honey, on Prime for $19.99. Oh, I'm right. Oh, we not on Prime for $19.99. What? Okay. Have you looking like a dime? Hey! <laughs> hey! Hey! Girl, we got bars out here. On okay. Prime for $19.99. Hey! 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 hey. hey. Okay, so it's called the Yippee-I, Yippee-I-Yo, Yippee-I-Yay. It's Y-E-P-E-I, Puff, Straight Long, Clip, Clip, and Ponytail Hair Extensions. It's some more other words. That don't matter. 
But honey, <laughs> let me tell you, you can chew a little gorilla snot and slick them edges <laughs> down. Honey, <laughs> your girl been looking good. Let me tell you, my mother even complimented me. And if y'all know honey. my mother, <laughs> Those don't come as often as they as they could. Now it didn't come without shade. So my mom and I, we started this thing where we'll meet like halfway for like a mother daughter day or whatever. So this past oh, weekend, so oh, shout out to mom, I love you. Yeah. So um, we had met like halfway, and so we was um at the restaurant, and so I had wore my little ponytail, and so you know your girl's edges was laid, and she said. Mandy, how you get that nappy hair slicked down like that? Oh, ma'am, don't come for me like that. My hair ain't nappy. My hair is kinky. So get it right, get it tight. But honey, your girl slicked that hair back. And honey, ponytail just been in the wind. Now, it is $19.99. So I'm not saying it's perfect. You're going to have to detangle every day. But... I think it's well worth the investment. So I'll put the link in the bio for you all to um, to check it out. Or what I mean in the um, episode description. And so that was my review of the week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, last thing. It's got Velcro on there. So don't be dumb like me. Make sure you're very careful about when you add, where you add the Velcro. Because, honey, I let that Velcro touch the, the top of my head. Woo! Oh, my God. Did it pull the hair out? Did it pull the oh hair my- Yes, look, look, snatch your edges for real, honey. Snatch, honey. Pray for my right side of my edges, honey. Oh, Oh, I think I'm all right. I think I'm all right. But if I keep doing that, honey, I ain't gonna have no right edge. Okay. All right. So, Timo, yes. Are you rent ready? Hey, honey. You know I stay rent ready. Okay. Oh, so this rent. This is so funny, again, because I started talking about this conference. This week, the theme has been the conference. And my rant is, again, about the conference, but it was a personal experience that I had. So, um, let me see the best way I can do this story, Lord. So, so before I got my PhD at UCLA, I was in another program. I I was doing doing a PhD in oceanography. And basically, it didn't work out. The program was just very stressful and hard. I wasn't doing well in the classes. My advisor was just, oh, Lord, it was just, it was just, it was a tragic experience, really traumatic. And I just didn't feel like supported from him and all of these. And so basically, it turned, came down to, I ended up, you know, leave, I left, you know, I got basically getting dismissed from the program. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so that was in, when was that? 2014, 2015, something like that. Something but like anyway, yeah, right. But like a phoenix. Okay. <laughs> okay. What did you do? I rose. <laughs> Still I rise, man. Still I rise. Still I rise. Okay. Like a phoenix, I rose from the ashes of that program and I shook. The ashes of shit that dust off. And anyway, I ended up applying to UCLA and get accepted there and finishing my PhD there. And I did all of this in kind of like a ninja move where I didn't even ask my my that P, that PhD advisor for a letter of rec. Like I went and asked my master's advisor. I asked other people because I just had, you know, other connections. So he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> 
So anyway, you know, years later, you know, I've graduated now. Dr. Moore, I'm I'm established scientist. And I was at, you know, this conference. And don't you know, I feel somebody come up behind me and like put their arm like on me and it's him my mm. old advisor mm. girl <laughs> girl girl so i'm looking like <laughs> what is this what is going on because like you know i had you know had no tail and it's just so crazy because like i think i got like you know anxious and i'm like what's going on but then it was like yeah no nah, i'm here bruh i'm here at this meeting, so you know, he's looking at my name, hey, <laughs> you know, try to see, I don't know, maybe try to see what I was doing, and then so I'm telling him, Oh, yeah, you know, I'm a postdoc now. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. graduated, got a whole PhD, honey. And speak your honey because you're, you're trying to be humble. Not only did you get your degree, your doctorate, you got it from the number one public institution in what the country. Well, there's that part too. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so it's just like so crazy to like see him. But then what the best part of it was was later on I saw his bestie. So it was like in an apartment, him and his best friend, they like they are working in the same department or whatever. And so he was the part, he was like uh similar, you know, not really supportive, like just around, mm-hmm. just real like that toxic white man type personality or whatever. Well, but y'all, what about he saw me at the conference too? And he came up to me and was like, Dr. Moore, congratulations. <laughs> and he, so it was just so crazy. And I think I just wanted to express that and just say that I had that experience and it just felt so good because like them folks like did not believe in me at all to the point where they kicked me out of the program. Like was like, yeah, no, nah, like you can't do this. We don't believe in you. You could go and do anything else. And like that was so traumatizing for me and like traumatic or whatever in it for me and for me to like you know brush myself off keep going and for us to be at the same conferences now and like we're both doctors like we all doctors we all out here we got this and so and they didn't want me now now they all on me and so i think for everybody listening for everybody who are in in both positions like as a leader and as an advisor like y'all gotta stop putting y'all stuff on people like i don't really know what it is you know folks like you know i don't I think there was definitely some like racial issues and me being like, it wasn't a lot of diversity in the program and there was a lot, but then I know there was my part in it too. And I know that I just needed um, an advisor that was going to support me and actually cared about me being in the program and not ready to kick me out. Like the first, you know, mistake that was made. And so that was really hard. But then also um, as a student, like being able to believe in myself enough and have other people believe in me enough was I'm super grateful that I had that because this whole situation could have been a different way. And I was definitely lucky. Like once I got kicked out, that could have been the end of it. And I could have just literally went back to Greenwood or went and did something else random, who knows, you know, and that could have been it. So believe in yourself, uh, forget the haters. Don't give up. Don't give up. Um, You can do it. And you'll see these people in the streets and they'll have to tell you what. Congratulations. And the crazy part was, because you didn't mention this part, 
you was also the keynote speaker for the conference for one of the mm, events. I was. <laughs> I was. So it was just a great meeting overall to like be at this meeting. I was a mentor. I did the keynotes. Like I did my own presentation. So it was good. And then to see these characters. And like, I didn't need that. Like, I didn't need that congratulations from them. But it was just like, hey, I did it. And that's you that. Hey. You made it. And that's it. And that's all. I did it. And that's the tweet. Hey, look, perfect timing because it's time for what? Tweets that ain't fly. Tweets that need some more clout. Tweets that we felt like these was the best tweets. And y'all did not receive the tweets like y'all should have. Okay, so I got one. Wait. So on February the 20, no, on February the 16th at 11.50 a.m., mm-hmm. oh I tweeted, if your pastor out here caping for Michael Bloomberg, it's time for you to find a new church. That's the tweet. (laughs) Okay, so if you all have been following the, the, you know, the Democratic race or whatever, you all probably noticed that Michael Bloomberg decided to enter the race a couple months ago while everybody else has been in the race for quite some time. And, you know, it's just interesting because so many people have fell off the race, you know, Andrew Yang, Kamala Harris, Cory Booker and it was like soon as all of them dropped out he was like okay here I am and he did that because he's rich you know Michael Bloomberg is a billionaire and let me first let me just say this I don't care that the man is rich okay we're in a capitalistic society you know um, while I'm liberal I'm not a socialist like if you can make your money you can live out your dreams go for it however Michael Bloomberg as mayor of New York City he's had some major issues and he has did some things that have been detrimental to the black community. And I think that because he's just, he's just popping up everywhere and he has so much money to funnel into, you know, campaigns um, and, and get all of these people who are acting like they really support him. And you can see him all over these commercials and stuff like that. People are getting blindsided by this. And so they're, you know, basically supporting this man, not realizing how problematic he has been, particularly to the black community. And so, you know, first it was this whole issue with the Central Park Five. You know, we should, matter of fact, we should call them the Exonerated Five and how he was just so adamant about prosecuting these young boys with not enough evidence. You know, that was problematic back in the, what was it, the 90s? And so, you know, just thinking about something a little bit more current, he also was the person who started the stop and frisk, where basically police officers can just stop you for no reason, like if they're suspicious of anything. And that has disproportionately affected the African-American community. And right. so some people they, may they look at us. Honey, you know, and this is something that kind of spread like wildfire across, you know, across the country. And again, it's just really disproportionately affected the black community. For example, I live in North Carolina. I live in Raleigh. I used to live in Greensboro in a neighboring county, which was Alamance County, uh, which contains, I think, Burlington, North Carolina. One thing they found out because of basically this quote unquote stop and frisk policy, um, they were basically targeting the Hispanic population. And so the Department of Justice, while they don't necessarily have to have your data, but if you like, so if you submit data, like if certain municipalities submit data or whatever, they can analyze that data. And what they were realizing was that the data was showing that they were stopping a lot more Hispanics and trying to get them deported versus any other race and come to find out what was happening was the sheriff in that area was basically telling them, Hey, if you see a Hispanic, stop them. 
And so that's basically the same thing that Michael Bloomberg was doing in New York. And of course you can, you can tell why that's problematic. Right. And so, you know, some people, some people are saying, well, you know, he did this so many years ago, you know, it's not that big of a deal. You know, people can change their minds. People can change. We have to allow people to change. My problem with that is in 2015 at the Aspen Institute, this is what Michael Bloomberg said. 95% of murderers, murderers and murder victims fit one MO. You can just take a description, Xerox it, and pass it out to all the cops. They are male minorities, 16 to 25. That's true in New York. That's true in virtually every city. And that's where the real crime is. You've got to get the guns out of the hands of people that are getting killed. Michael. It's problematic. And then he also, and I couldn't find the quote, the specific quote, but he, I also saw a recording of him who, where he basically said, we're stopping too many white people. They're disproportionately getting stopped. Yeah. And we need to start stopping more minorities. He also said that in uh, a video. If I find the video, I'll put the, uh, the clip link in the episode description. But yeah, Michael Bloomberg, he is problematic. And if you see your pastors out here caping for that, when, when you know that he's going to be problematic for the black community, you really need to reevaluate your pastor. Right. So that's my tweet. Yeah, that's a tweet. Yeah, retweet that. Retweet that. That's crazy. Okay, so what about you? <laughs> Look, talking about <laughs> talking about foolery and disservice. Here's my tweet from 9.42 a.m. on November 21st, 2019. I should get paid for making people suddenly remember to lock their car doors. I'm truly providing y'all a service. And all I have to say is it is disproportionate <laughs> the amount of times that all of a sudden when I'm walking through the parking lot, People just mysteriously remember, oh, oh, they looking for the keys. They need to lock their door all of a sudden. You know, like I'm rolling up to steal their stuff. So now all of a sudden they got to lock their door. And all I have to say <laughs> is that I should be getting paid for this because y'all are irresponsible and they need me because their car could have got broken in if they wouldn't have saw me creeping in the parking lot and all of a sudden remember to lock their door. So I should be getting paid for this. And that's all I got to say because there will be more car break-ins. Mm. thank you for your public service friend and you know what providing a service i have a servant's heart okay (laughs) i have a servant's heart a whole servant's heart (laughs) okay so i think that wraps it about up right yeah i think we did i'm done with (laughs) y'all okay well i would like to thank our sponsors our sponsors are Timo and Mandy. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all we all we got. We all we got. But oh listen though, I do got a shout out. Um I got a shout out Passion Planner. So one of our listeners, hey, one of our listeners, Nicole. I'm shouting you out, Nicole. She what up? Um, Hey, she listened to our podcast and she actually bought a passion planner. So I tweeted passion planner. I said, Hey, y'all need to sponsor us. And passion planner did tweet us back and they said, sign up, sign up. But I don't know. I guess you got to like sign up to be a part of their like rewards. I don't really know. But listen, 
this is the type of movement we need, y'all. This is what we're looking for. So I also want to shout out our um, our Twitter followers because you know we just getting started. So we have nine followers now. So I am grateful Yay. to all nine of y'all. Appreciate it. Our Instagram count is up there too, though. Hey, we out here. We out here. And shout out to our listeners, because, honey, we internationally known on the microphone. Hey, (laughs) stay listening. Keep dangling. Hey, y'all have a good week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the convo going, follow us on social media at we, D-A-N-G-L-I-N. 